Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. So the dubs are champs. Steph Curry gets the MVP of the finals. And you got, obviously, Dre, Clay, and Steph still on this team. Four titles in eight years. And you ask yourself, what's next with this team? Uh, and, you know, they're coming off the win over the Celtics. And where do they look as they head into next season? And you can talk about other teams in the East, like, you know, the Bucks, Sixers, and Nets. And they all fell short, obviously. And then in the West, you got the Suns. And you know Aiden's gone from that team, and what's going to happen to them? And then what about LeBron, AD, and the Lakers? Where are they in the picture? ESPN did a big story on the you know power rankings for next season coming off the finals and who they believe uh, the top-ranked teams are in the league. Obviously, the Warriors are number one. Uh, and they win another title, and they've got key free agents like uh, Kayvon Looney and uh, Gary Payton a second, plus an option to pick up Andrew Wiggins. They spend the most of any team in the league, so can they run it back with those kind of finances? Look, all I know is this. A guy like Poole uh, has turned into a badass, and I think Kaminga and and I think Wiseman, the big fellow who didn't play at all, when they get that young stud in there, they're going to have another big in the paint to go with Looney. And, I mean, they mean business. As far as I'm concerned, there is no team that can touch them in terms of who's number one. Well, obviously, they are. And can they go right back and win another one? I think they can. Not only do I think that they can, I think that they will I mean, I've heard everything. Uh, You know, I love Coach Young. He's got nothing but uh, good vibes with me. We're down. But the deal is uh, he thinks the Mavs and the Grizzlies are going to be the best teams uh, in the West. And I'm just not buying that. I don't think the Mavs or the Grizzlies are winning anything. And I don't think they can beat the Warriors, either one of them. And you know what's funny? We've already seen them play the Warriors. And they both got their ass beat. Now, they have Boston number two, and it was a great turnaround season for the Seas, uh, which went from being under 500 in, like, late January to the finals and two games of winning a chip. But they lost to the Warriors, and they need to continue to grow as a team. And I don't think they can have guys like Marcus Smart melting down in a big game six and getting all those dirty fouls 
flop fouls. Uh, bottom line is they were all body fouls and physical fouls. He was running into people and he was screaming and yelling at the refs. I thought he lost his head. And once he was gone mentally, they were screwed because I think he's an important piece as the point, bringing a rock up, making the dimes that need to be dropped to get Brown and Tatum the pill to score. And when they're doubled and in trouble, they kick it to Smart and he can knock down that three. But when he's worried about the refs and he's screaming and yelling at everybody and he's flopping all over the place, I think he cost his team without a doubt. He's got to get smarter. I know he's the defensive player of the year, but he didn't play like it in the finals. I thought he played terrible. Obviously, I think Boston needs somebody else that can put the ball in the hole. Because they had too many uh, dry spurts of nothing where they couldn't knock down shots. Nobody could score. And they turned the ball over too much. Their offense was sloppy. They got to get guys, or at least one more guy, that can control the ball and have a handle without turning it over and that can knock down a mid-range or a three at the same time. They have the Bucks at number three. Obviously, they lost in the East semis because Chris Middleton couldn't play. You get him out of the lineup, you got a problem. So they had to go with Giannis and Drew Holiday, and that was it. And you lose that kind of scoring and that kind of burn, and that's the end of you. And that's all there is to it. So they need to build their team around these three players and they got to get somebody else that can fill the gap. When Middleton went down, nobody could fill it up. So they lost all that scoring, all that rebounding, all that transition game. They got to get another player that can do it and it isn't Grayson Allen. They have Memphis ranked fourth. I think you got to give Ja a Supermax rookie extension and I think their GM Kleiman will do it. He's got to make decisions on Tyus Jones and Kyle Anderson. This is a really good team. They fell short. I don't believe they're a championship team yet. Uh, They got to go deeper. They got to go further. They lost in the West semis. Uh, They got to get to the Western Conference Finals before I start worrying about them winning a chip. Now, I do think that Ja Morant can be in the conversation for MVP because I think in the NBA these days, He's everybody's favorite player to talk about. I mean, every night, every day, all you hear about is Ja with his flamboyant dunks and his his cop in air, flying through the air, flying through the zone, going into the lane, throwing down on guys, dunking in guys' faces, uh, making miraculous kiss glass shots, you name it. He's got mastery while in the air, and that makes him exciting. And exciting sells, and then when you're that exciting and you fill it up and back it up, then people start talking about you as an MVP. And I think he will be a candidate. And I do think that Luca will be another candidate. Now, remember last year I told you, that Luca and Ja were my one-two in MVP talk. I'm going to put him in that same conversation again. You know, you put uh, Jokic in there and Beat in there and those two in there, automatic and a Jimmy Buckets type situation. There's your top five for MVPs maybe. On the outside looking in, I'd say Tatum and Brown, et cetera, et cetera. And obviously, I'm never going to forget Giannis and what he does in Brewtown. So they have the Mavs at five. They think they're going to be able to re-sign Jalen Brunson after they made it to the West Finals. 
They already made a huge deal in getting Christian Wood. They're going to score a lot more having Wood in that repertoire. And I think what they got to worry about is I think Powell sucks. I don't think they have a big that can do anything. So, you know, that's going to hurt at the offensive end. He doesn't score enough for me. He doesn't do enough for me with his nine points a game. I need somebody that can produce down there and that can defend down there on that end. But there's no way I let Brunson out of Dallas if I'm Mark Cuban. Just give him the money. They got Miami six. I won't deny they got a great coach in in Spo. They get to the Eastern Finals. They got worked by the Seas. I love Hero Sandwich. And obviously, uh, we saw a lot of improvement coming back from Oladipo. Jimmy Buckets is the man. They got to put pieces around him. Kyle Lowry's a fat ass. Duncan Robinson was terrible. Depot started coming back, and from all the injuries he's had, I thought he looked pretty good, pretty solid down at the end of the season there for them, giving them big games. Uh, He needs to be in perfect shape, though, for next season to get the respect, and we'll see what they do with P.J. Tucker. It's up to Tuck to decide if he's going to play with the Heat. He's got the player option for next season. The Suns are ranked seventh. And this is all about DeAndre Ayton. He's leaving the desert. So I'm not buying the Suns with old man CP3 and D-Book, and that's it. They got to do something drastic to make me buy into the Suns. They lost in the West Semis. They're overrated. Uh, They had this great regular season. But that doesn't mean jack when you don't do it in the playoffs. And they were easy out, if you ask me. The Clippers are eight and a sneaky title contender because they got Kawhi Leonard set to return after missing the whole season, rehabbing a torn ACL. Remember, they got PG and then they got a deep bench. Norman Powell, Robert Covington. They got Batum, Morris Sr., Reggie Jackson. I love Zubats, the big in the middle. Kennard can shoot. Terrence Mann flies up and down. Reminds me of Maxie a little bit. The Clippers are going to be fun to watch if they can stay healthy. I think they can be better than the Suns, too, and I mean it. The Nuggets are nine. To me, it's all about Jamal Murray coming back, and Porter's always injured. They got to get him healthy for once in his life, and we already know what Jokic can do. So I think the Nuggets will definitely be tougher having Jamal back in that lineup. Brooklyn's 10. I'm not buying the Nets at all with all their BS. Ben Simmons, do I believe in? No. Kyrie Irving's a head case. And KD, all he does is, you know, talk about social media and rip other players and talk bad about other teams. And this guy sucks. That guy sucks. I'm sick and tired of it. They were favored to win the chip from belly to belly, and they didn't do jack. They got swept in the first round. The Nets need to play ball every night, show up to work, And go out on the floor and do it. Other than that, they need to shut the F up. The Sixers are 11th. They got JoJo. And I think James Harden's uh, starting to go down the other side of the mountain real fast. I like Maxie. And that is it. Yeah, they lost in the East semis. But I am not buying Philly. The Timberwolves had a nice run. They went out in the first round. But I think their big mistake is letting D'Lo go. Sounds like he's out of there. Then they're left with Black Jesus, Anthony Edwards, and Cat Towns, and that's it. The Bulls are 13th. Flat out, they need to re-sign Zach Levine, and that's all there is to it. They have the Jazz 14th. I have them way below that because Rudy Gobert is going to be gone, and then they have nothing, plus Quinn Snyder's gone. I say the Jazz hit a wall. 
They have the Raptors 15th. Ananobi's not happy, but I like Trent, Van Vliet, and Barnes with Siakam. I think they'll be solid as usual. The Pelicans are 16th, and all that matters is Zion coming back. The Lakers are 17th. Too bad they suck. After that, does it even matter? I will give you this. Uh, The last two teams they ranked were the Rockets and the Magic as the worst in the league. I can't even believe it's over. We got the draft coming up Thursday night, and then free agency, and then summer league. So believe me, we'll be rocking the ball and going to the 10 per usual. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 